0: Voyagers, welcome to the Voyages of Tim Vetter Podcast. This is episode number 168. It is getting hot here in Brooklyn. I don't know, it's not even June yet and it's in the 80s and I am sweating in my apartment as I'm recording these remotely. Recorded two today. This is the second of the two that I recorded but it's the first one of the two that will be published. It's a bit of a shorter one um, than the normal, you know, hour-ish episode. But it's something that I'm really excited about. My guest for this episode is Amina Zara, And we were able to do a phone call from here in Brooklyn all the way over to the capital of Pakistan, which is Islamabad. Now, I've never been to Pakistan. And I honestly don't really know anyone who has. I had uh, Gunnar on the podcast who's been to every country in the world. And more recently, someone, I think it was Crystal Wright, who had been injured, uh, like paragliding or um, you know jumping out of a plane. I think that was in Pakistan too. But in terms of understanding food there, I don't really know anyone. And as diverse as New York City is, I think there's just a couple of eateries that specialize in Pakistani food. But then comes along Amina. Amina has an Instagram account called the Capital Food Diaries, and she blogs about food that she's eating in Islamabad. Some of it is Pakistani food. Some is Western. There's some Chinese food. There are spicy, uh, like packaged Korean noodles, the fiery ones. So she's got all sorts of cool stuff in there. But I saw Pakistani food and I was like, man, I don't know really much about this at all. Let me reach out and see if we can connect. So we were able to, and we had like a 20 minute or so call, and it was really wonderful. You know, she... She referenced Mark Wiens, uh, who has a YouTube account, which you should go check out. Uh, And she mentioned that he had been to Pakistan, and I didn't know that. So I went and I just watched that. I saw that he had been there for 16 days. And he, I mean, he's always amazing, right? Like, it's all about the food with him. It's all about the culture. It's not about him. But his positivity and his energy are really unmatched. He seems like such a cool, kind guy. I should actually try to get him on here. Hmm. But, you know, Amina references that uh, series of videos that he did, and I think that that's a really good companion to this episode. So if you're still at home in lockdown and you listen to this and you're like, oh, I'd like to learn a little bit more, go check out the, the Mark Wiens video in Pakistan. Really, really cool stuff. There are a couple things that we referenced here that I also wanted to just uh, re-articulate in case you wanted to look it up. Uh, So we referenced sheer karma, which is S-H-E-E-R, and second word is K-H-U-R-M-A. And that's the the sweetened milk sort of dessert or breakfast with uh, dates and dried fruits. We mentioned biryani, which is rice. It's something that you might have had if you've had Indian cuisine. Uh, Roti which is all over the place, right? There's uh, like Malaysian roti, Indian, Pakistani. There are rotis in uh, the Caribbean. Amazing. Oh, roti Chennai from Malaysia, please. So, so good. But then there's a lot that I didn't know, like about uh, Pakistani street food culture or the foods that are eaten during Eid, the celebration after Ramadan. So this was really, really cool for me. You know, I didn't even know Islamabad has more trees than people. If you see pictures of it, it looks so beautiful, just like these lush green everywhere. That's like a, to me, that's like a city of the future, right? It's like what all cities should strive to be one day. And you know, it's a place, I think, in Western media that in some ways has gotten a bad reputation. And it's a place that's gone through historically a lot of a lot of conflict and a lot of struggle. But as Amina points out, don't let that color your perception of what Pakistan or even Islamabad is. I mean, now I would love to go check out the city. I'd love to go, after watching Mark's video, check out the whole country. I think that that's a common theme that's come up over and over again for me is, you know, I go places where people are like, oh, are you going to be safe? Is that going to be okay? And I'm always met with incredible hospitality. And according to Amina, Pakistan is no different you know this is not going to be a political episode at all that would not be that wouldn't be fair to amina you know she's not a political correspondent she loves food and she loves tradition and she loves her country and that's something that's very uh, apparent from the blogging that she does and that's why i was really excited to reach out to her but if i could just reiterate again like don't be smart and be safe and be careful around the world but don't 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 be scared of the world I mean, look at America right now. (laughs) Look at the news. An entire population of people doesn't feel safe from the very people who are supposed to keep them safe, which is law enforcement. And there's a reaction to that that's happening right now. So does America seem like a safe place to go visit? I don't know. I remember when... um, Bush had proclaimed the whole axis of evil thing. And then there was an author who came out with a book right after that. He specifically went to all of those places to show it's not evil. People are people everywhere. And so this has gotten me really excited for Pakistan, for Pakistani food. Now I have to go go try some. I'm actually like here right now Googling. And there's a place right by my apartment, but it seems kind of, I don't know, it's burgers. I've had lots of burgers. I want to try sheer korma. I want to try the yogurt drink that she was talking about. I want to try some real good biryani. And mutton, I don't think I've ever had mutton. I actually sort of embarrassingly had to Google what mutton is. I remember that one episode of Seinfeld with mutton. But when I looked it up, here we go. Meat from a sheep over two years old and has less tender flesh. So, sheep, or I believe, um, or says, uh, yeah, or goat also, I guess, can be considered mutton. But yeah, this is really cool. And I'm really excited now to know someone in Pakistan that I can keep in touch with and hopefully one day use as a resource when I visit Islamabad. That's so cool. All right, so in the show notes for this episode, you'll find a link to Amina's Instagram account where you can follow along and give her a like and learn a bit more yourself. And I'll request one final time you go to YouTube and check out that Mark Wiens, that's W-I-E-N-S. That the, He's got videos from all around the world that are really cool. But uh, I think actually sort of the, what do they call it, like the pinned video at the top of his profile page is his trip to Pakistan. Oh man, it looks so cool too. I'm jealous. All right, cool. Uh, there's also a Patreon link in the show notes for this episode. You know what that is. That is is a, a subscription-based service where you can give monthly and the kickbacks are shirts and stickers and postcards from around the world. Cool stuff. If not, hey, just share this one. It's a short one. If you're interested in Pakistan, or if you know anyone that's interested in learning about a new place or you got a spare 25 minutes to kill, Check this out and share it. All right, folks, enjoy this one. I sure did. Thank you for doing this, Amina.
1: It's an honor. It's an honor.
0: I don't know Thank- much about Pakistan and Pakistan food, so it's really cool to get to talk to you.
1: Okay, okay. Thank you again for having me. It's a pleasure.
0: Yeah, so... um, I guess first I'll ask I'll ask you, Amina, when did you first start, you know, blogging about food and, and showing the world uh, food through your Instagram?
1: okay i i'll tell uh, i'll tell you about it uh, i basically love cooking cooking is like passion for me i have been cooking since i was very uh, little i think i have been cooking for uh, when i was like 13 years old or maybe 12 years old i don't remember so uh, i used to cook a lot of things and i like to uh, share my experiences about food and what i'm eating with other people so i used to post the pictures of my food on my uh, social media accounts, on my private accounts. So uh, after a after very long time, uh, my friends started motivating me. They said that your food looks great. You should uh, start blogging and stuff like that. And uh, so, yeah, I, I recently started blogging. I started in December, 2019. So it's been five, five six months, I guess. Yeah.
0: Ah, okay. You know, I work here in New York and I've had many students who are practicing Muslims. And so I know that, you know, Ramadan just finished and that then means that uh, Eid just finished. Um, Yeah, yeah. So I'm really curious about that because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that Eid is is a big food holiday. It's a feast. Um, Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I guess um, if you could briefly talk about like how you go about celebrating, and and if there are traditional things that you eat to to celebrate the holiday.
1: Okay. First of all, I'll uh, tell you about Ramadan. Ramadan is basically our holy month. In which we fast from uh, sun, sunrise to sunset. And uh, Eid is like a blessing from uh, God. It's like a gift from God. Uh, he, uh, he asks you to celebrate that Eid, and that Eid is uh, basically a reward for you for all the fast you have uh, done in Ramadan. So, uh, talking about the traditional food, in, uh, uh, we consume during Eid. Uh, yeah, uh, when we offer Eid pears, basically we uh, start our morning with Eid prayers. After Eid pears, we eat a traditional dessert that is called a shehurma. Okay, shihurma. Mm-hmm. Uh And the shehurma is basically um, vermicelli and then we basically toss in in the oil. And then we add cardamom in it and it's uh, uh, sugar syrup with milk. It's basically sweetened milk that we cook it together. And it's sort of, you can call it a pudding. Yeah, it's a pudding. So we eat it in the breakfast. And then afterwards, uh, all, you know, there are different uh, people from different cities living together. Food is something that binds us all together. So um, everybody eats they're food different, in different ways. Uh, after Sheikh we basically have a heavy, like a heavy breakfast. In that, we, uh, we eat halwa puri. Halwa puri, is, halwa puri and chanas. Halwa puris are like uh, puffed up, you know, uh, dough, bread basically. Wow. And that we eat it with halwa. Halwa is also again uh, semolina. Semolina you can call pudding. And uh, chanas are basically chickpeas chickpea stew that we eat. And after that, uh, for lunch and dinner, we eat traditional foods like uh, chicken korma, biryani, and stuff like that. Is um, I thought I had read
0: too that a, a lot of people will eat liver for breakfast during Eid. Uh,
1: no, it's not a tradition basically, but yeah, uh, there are two Eids. Uh, the Eid that you are talking about, I think so, It's the, we call it Badi Eid. It's the Eid after this Eid. It comes uh, after this Eid. So, in that Eid, we basically uh, eat like uh, mutton, beef, beef, mutton and beef dishes. So, we eat like uh, liver, and uh, we call a, it's a dish specifically, it's called takatak. And uh, in takatak, we add uh, liver, uh, testicles, and uh, Brain, you know, the, we uh, mash it together with all the gravies, uh, with all the masalas and uh, onions and tomatoes, and we cook it. Wow, that sounds
0: uh, that yeah. sounds really special. Is that only eaten at that time, or is it also common at other times of the year?
1: It, it is common. Basically, we uh, we don't limit our foods. We like we don't uh, limit our foods to uh, some certain traditions. We. We eat uh, whatever we want to do. We eat whatever we want to eat whenever we want to eat.
0: Ah, okay.
1: Yeah. But uh, but for eat like it's, uh, mm, some traditions are there. Like traditional foods are there. Like we eat, I told you that we eat shih uh, for breakfast. That's a tradition. Ah, I see. And... It might vary, it might vary though people uh, different uh, people from different cultures are living here, different ethnicity are living here. So it might vary.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And then yeah. even, you know, I would think even regionally, so if you're familiar here in the States, like there mm-hmm. is a more common Southern cuisine, or I'm up in, here in New York, mm-hmm. and we have some things that are typical for New York. I'm assuming then in Pakistan as well, Like there would be maybe different cuisines regionally. Uh, Sorry, I didn't understand your question. Can you repeat? Yeah, sure. So, uh, I mean, I'm wondering in, even in Pakistan, uh, I know that it's diverse with people who have immigrated from other countries, but uh, is food also regional? So like, are there things you would eat in Islamabad that maybe are different from uh, Karachi or somewhere else in the country?
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, Like, uh, for example, uh, people living in uh, our uh, province of uh, Khyber Pakhtunkhwa and the people living in Balochistan, they would prefer like uh, mildly flavored dishes. Like, their dishes would not be like super, super spicy. While uh, the people living in Punjab and Sindh, they they will eat food with like a lot of spices lot of masalas and uh, stuff like that that's the difference and uh, in 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 the countries where oh, sorry in the cities where it's not preferred like uh, lamb is preferred over mutton or beef like Heber Parthoon, Kha and balochistan uh, they will cook their meat uh, with the, with the meat's fat like lamb is cooked in its own fat that's ah. a regional specialty you can say wow
0: and um you know mutton isn't as common here in the in the United States but mutton is yeah. is sheep, right? Sorry? Yeah, mutton is goat. Mutton is goat. Oh, it's mutton is goat. Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. You know, are there are there certain meals or certain traditional meals that are less common because they're expensive and like I'll give an example you know here in New York New York's famous for like for pizza for a slice of pizza or for hot dogs and those are things those are things that are relatively cheap that anyone who's working can grab quickly and go Um, yeah
1: are there are there things like that like is there a big street food culture yeah pakistan has a very a variety of street food culture like wherever you go you'll see a lot of street food like in uh, all the street uh, you can see that um, there are streets are basically living museums you can see a lot of uh, cauldrons um, out there. People are cooking. It's it's a scene. It's a full scene where you will get different varieties of street food, starting from uh, snacks to uh, main courses to desserts to everything.
0: Wow, yeah, it that's something I get to experience a lot when I travel. We don't we don't quite have it in New York the way that a lot of countries do, and I'm very. I'm very jealous about countries with a, a strong street food culture.
1: You, you must travel Pakistan. I'm telling you, after this lockdown, lockdown thing is over, you must travel to Pakistan and you'll be amazed to see the hospitality of Pakistani people, the food of Pakistan, and the beautiful, beautiful landscapes Pakistan is blessed with. Yeah. Don't believe everything Western media has to tell you. You have to visit by yourself. Yeah, Islamabad is very
0: green, right? I I looked at these amazing yeah. pictures of there, there's more trees yeah. than there are people in the city. Yeah. Do you do you get to hike at all? I saw um I saw trail 3 that looked really beautiful.
1: Yeah, we have different trails here and we hike quite a lot. We have um, beautiful trails here. Yeah, we hike a
0: lot. Yeah. You know, A lot of places that I go, they have um, a culture that's been around for a very long time. And, you know, food, food is part of that. The the United States is still a new country in many ways. It it hasn't, you know, the the people who are here all immigrated here from other places. And so... I kind of get to miss out on that here but when I travel places there's a lot of older folks often like a grandmother or a grandfather who are preserving traditions mm-hmm. and a lot of younger people who want to go yeah. eat like fast food or McDonald's or something like that if that makes sense do, do you have yeah. do you have that similar situation in Islamabad are there like like in your own family are there people who are holding older food traditions
1: yeah. Okay. Uh, so Pakistan, Pakistan, as I've already told you, Pakistan in, is enriched with different ethnicities and people from different cultures. We have our own traditions and we talking about just food. We love our food so much that youngsters like us do prefer to go to Western chains, but to a limit. Like, uh, if you give us pizza, we'll, we'll eat it like for two days maximum but we'll return to our roots that is desi food we cannot live without desi food pakistan is a bread and rice culture a type of culture you know we eat uh we call it uh roti it's a flat bread oh of course so yes we cannot sorry
0: yeah i'm just uh I, it's very good i've had roti in, in in many places it's delicious
1: yeah we cannot live without it so, yeah, to, to an extent, I would say that people do prefer Western food chains, but we have to, and we must return to our desi roots, that is our, our own food, our own culture. Is and it, our own recipes and traditions have been passed from generations to generations, and people do follow them, and we love them.
0: Is it common to teach young people how to cook?
1: Uh, would say not necessarily. In my case, uh, my mother is a great cook. is a great, great, great cook. She her her food is loved by uh, everyone, everyone in our family, everyone from outside. So I've grown up uh, seeing her make all the dishes. And food, uh, I was I would say that she she would never taught me she would never teach me like do this do that. She told me that when I was of your age, I used to do this like only this thing. She'll not tell me like do this and do this and do this and do this. So I've been seeing her and learning from her. I'll I'll say this from only from my experience. I don't know about other mothers. Do they force their uh, you know child to? Uh, learn cooking. It's all about passion. If you have passion for cooking, like uh, they um, they basically they basically learn from their parents if they want to. But if you have a passion, you will do it on your own. Yeah, and
0: you know, is that your goal? Then I mean, is your goal to show people? through the blog, uh, Pakistani food or the whole spectrum of food that is available in Islamabad?
1: Um, my, my goal is very different. It is like, I want, I'm a very nostalgic kind of person. I, I, my whole, my every memory is associated, my every good memory is associated with food. So I want people to, like, for example, I recently posted a picture of Jalebi. Uh, my goal is that whenever that person sees that picture, it reminds them of the time they had Jalebi, from whom they, ha- uh, they had Jalebi with, where they've eaten it. So those kind of good memories.
0: Ah, yeah, that's great. Where, Thank so, you. where, Where do your fondest memories of food come from them. Are they memories of uh, sharing food with family?
1: Mm, yeah, memories of family and memories of childhood. That's the most fond memories, food memories.
0: Ah, yeah. You know, you, you mentioned yeah. the desire to preserve traditions. Are, are, yeah. are any food traditions disappearing as more like fast food and chains come? Uh, sorry, you're
1: not audible.
0: Sorry. That's okay. I, I was just wondering: are are any of these traditions starting to disappear at all? The food traditions because of more chain restaurants or fast food?
1: Um, I don't think so. As I've already told you before, that we we love our traditions, our desi food so much that we are not giving to uh, we are not ready to give give our traditions up. For fast food chains, like uh, we we do love to eat like Western food. Like sometimes we prefer to eat outside and uh, order from uh, KFC or McDonald's. Mm. But uh, our, our traditions are so enriching that uh, they have very deep roots in our heart. And I don't think so. We'll ever be over. Will will we'll be ever able, able to take over it anything.
0: Ah, okay, that's good. <laughs> that's good to hear.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so let's say that I come visit Islamabad. Tell, okay. tell me in, in one day, right? Let's say I only have one day. What are some okay. things that I absolutely have to eat?
1: You, for starting uh, from the breakfast, you have to have like halwa, puri and chana. I told you before, it's a breakfast. And you have to eat it. Uh, And then for lunch, you will have to eat nihari with naan. Nihari is basically uh, meat stew. It's a meat stew. uh, It's either served with, uh, like in a plate, you will be served with a big chunk of beef. Uh, It will literally melt in your mouth. Ah. uh, That's how tender it is. And then it's a curry that is made with different uh, spices, and at the end it will be uh, de- pure desi ghee, like clarified butter, will be add on it, add on it, and you have to eat it with naan. That's that's for sure. And eat it with lassi. Lassi is a yogurt-based uh, drink. It's oh a drink. yeah. And for yeah, for dinner you must have biryani. Biryani,
0: which is uh, rice, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, rice, rice. Yeah. For dessert, you can have gulab jamun. Like, uh, you, do you know gulab jamun?
0: No, no. What's
1: that? Gulab jamun is uh, like a small dough ball that is soaked with sugar syrup. It's it's so delicious. You have to try it. Wow. Is um, yeah.
0: you know, like is a lot of this affordable for most people
1: yeah it is mostly most of them are affordable like uh um yeah it is it is
0: cool you know i've um i, I know that pakistan is quite diverse but i've been to yeah. i've been to many countries that are predominantly muslim and yeah A common theme in a lot of those countries is uh, coffee and tea culture in a lot of coffee shops. Yeah. Is that also the case for Pakistan? Do a lot of people go hang out in coffee shops?
1: Yeah, we love uh, tea. It's a black tea often. Uh, it's a black tea that is, uh, then milk is added in it. It's flavored different in different ways. You can add cardamom in it, green cardamom in it, and uh, you can add sugar in it. Uh, sometimes we drink that is called uh, In In the black tea, we add milk, black tea, and water. But in dothpati, we add only we make it only from milk, milk and black tea and sugar you can add sugar if you want to, and green cardamom. we love our tea
0: wow, yeah, that sounds really good yeah
1: you know i um and
0: and I, and I promise not to get into anything anything political at all, but i wonder do you yeah. do you get many travelers do you get to meet many people who are traveling from other places who want to to try out food or maybe use your blog as a reference
1: okay i didn't get to meet any uh, any food traveler myself but uh, do you know Mark uh oh yes of course on youtube yeah i am i'm I'm a, I'm a huge 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 fan of mark greens and uh, recently mark greens and uh, um i forgot his name i always uh, call him the food ranger i forgot <laughs> his name i don't know his name uh these these boat travelers they came to pakistan and If you want to know about Pakistan, just watch their videos. You will understand what Pakistan is, what Pakistani people are, what Pakistani food is all about, the hospitality of our people. And it's beyond. I'm amazed to see that videos, even myself. And uh, um, I'm really thankful to them for visiting Pakistan and sharing this uh, beautiful image of this beautiful country.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. I'll have to check that out. I I did not know that he went yes. to Pakistan. Wow.
1: Do it. You you will want to visit Pakistan like right now. <laughs> wow. After watching those videos. Yeah,
0: I guess um Yeah, this is really this is really cool for me. It's uh this is a, it's great to get to talk to you Amina. Uh, I'm wondering is there anything else about food culture there that you think that People should know before we sign off here. Anything that you want people to take from this conversation?
1: Uh, yeah, I I would again say this thing that please please don't listen to what the uh, media has to say about Pakistan. Pakistan has gone through a lot of like uh, problems. They are still struggling and trying to gain back its reputation. Um, but please look into our culture see the videos that I have recommended you and you will say by yourself that Pakistan is a beautiful country and you are like dying to visit it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, honestly, talking about this, I'm going to go check out the Mark Wiens video. Like this is making me want to visit Islamabad. So this is, uh, it's really exciting and it's, it's, uh, it's a treat to get to talk to you and to learn a little bit about food Amina.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor. I had a really great time talking to you. That is a wrap on
0: episode number one five eight of the Voyages 158. No, 168. I'm cheapening myself here. 168 of the Voyages of Tim Vetter podcast. Thank you to Amina. Man, so cool. Like I this really has me like jazzed up for learning more about Pakistan and, and hopefully trying to get to Islamabad one day. And I will request that you go to her Instagram page. Again, that is linked in the show notes. Give her a follow. Learn some cool stuff. All right, lots of lots of cool stuff coming. Very busy weekend. We're doing four or five this weekend, so uh, lots more coming. Hope you enjoy it all. Thank you for listening to this one. And as always, folks, please take care of each other. Really, 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 I mean that. Please take care of each other. It's a scary time for a lot of reasons. So, all right, catch you next time.